0: Ross Tucker Football Podcast. It is a Monster Monday presented by DraftKings, America's number one rated sportsbook app. I'm Ross Tucker, former NFL offensive lineman. Got a boatload of podcasts for you all the time, but especially during the 22 weeks of the NFL season. We're daily here on the Ross Tucker Football Podcast podcast giving you everything you need to know in about 30 minutes or less in the National Football League from a former player's perspective. We also have the College Draft Podcast to get you up to date on the best prospects in the biggest college games. And yes, there are some. And yes, we will release that show this morning as well. Tuesdays, we've got the Even Money Podcast. And yes, we are already 2-0 and on our best bets this season which is awesome. That's when Steve Fezzik and I agree on the same wager. Bengals, Cardinals coming through for us. Fantasy Feast is Wednesday and just after midnight, Thursday morning. That way you can set your lineups with Joe Dolan. And that's what we got. Those are our shows. Andrew Brand has the Business of Sports podcast on our network as well, which is an awesome, awesome show. Speaking of awesome, you guys know I've been saying it for years now. You let me know if there's something special I can do to give away, to get more people to spread the word, spread the love via social media. It means a lot. I'm at Ross Tucker NFL across the board. All of our shows and all of our awesome social media clips can be found at Ross Tucker pod. And I'm starting to get some press passes. I got a couple army press passes. I still have my NFL ID card that nobody ever claimed. And tonight... All right, how about Monday Night Football? Who wants the Giants-Steelers press pass? My first game ever in the booth on Monday Night Football with Iron Eagle. Very much looking forward to it. That will be a collector's item for some of you for any reason. A, it's my first game in the booth on Monday Night Football, but B, if you're a Steelers fan, you're a Giants fan, so go ahead, spread the love, spread the word on social media with the retweets, the likes, everything you can also be the sponsor confirmation email winner. All you have to do is take advantage of any of the sponsors you ever hear me talk about on this show or the other shows, or just go to the sponsor tab over at rostucker.com. Take advantage of any of those. Send it to me, Ross at Rostucker.com, and you will be eligible to win one of our now four remaining codes for Madden, I think it's Madden 21, I guess. Anyway, I got four codes left. DraftKings is probably the best way to do it, but you can get involved other ways as well. All you have to do is go ahead and take advantage of some of the other sponsors. I typically give it to the people that make it pretty obvious that they want it the most. What I want the most is to go over what was a glorious Sunday in the National Football League. It's Big Show time. The Big Show.
1: All right, Ross, our first Monday breakdown show of the season. What were your biggest takeaways?
0: I got a few for you, Bri. I'll start with just the quality of play. I thought it was pretty good. You know, I mean, no fans is definitely weird. Looking in the stands and not seeing any fans, it's abnormal. I wonder what it's like for the guys actually playing. I know Aaron Rodgers said it's weird for him, but... I guess I would submit to you that overall I thought the play was pretty good. Now, listen, we'll get into the game specifically. That's what we do here on Mondays. I give you the quick two, three, four takeaways that you need to know from every game, from my perspective at least, and not just recapping the game, but things that matter moving forward from the games for your team, for both teams that were in the contest. But I'd say overall – I didn't think there were as many mistakes as I thought there would be. I thought there would be more special teams miscues, special teams errors. I didn't think it would be as high scoring as some of the games were. Now, like I said, I mean, the Eagles in particular made a bunch of mental errors and I'm sure there were more than there normally would be. But part of that might just be because the Eagles were so banged up. So, I would say overall, Bri, that it was pretty good quality of play. I think some of the things that stood out to me, the unbelievable comebacks by both the Washington football team and the Bears. I mean, halftime of both those games, I am thinking these teams are dreadful. I mean, Washington could not have looked worse in the first half of that game against the Eagles that they couldn't do anything. I mean, they were terrible, terrible. And the Bears were not much better. Down 17, I believe, 23-6 to in the fourth quarter. Epic comebacks by both those teams. 27 unanswered points for Washington. Chicago able to score, what would that have been, 20 unanswered points? Awesome. And by the way, even though I had the Lions in a bet, and on even money podcast, and even though I do a lot of stuff for the Philadelphia Eagles, I love that. I love those comebacks. That is one of the things I think is so awesome about the NFL. You got to earn it. They don't. They don't just give it away. You got to go out there and you got to earn it. You got to take it. It's hard-fought victories. You get a big lead. You start to coast. You think you're in control you let your guard down a little bit, boom, you're going to lose. So kudos to Washington and Chicago for reminding us of that. I feel awful for DeAndre Swift. I've known him since he was in ninth grade. He's a Philly kid, played in the state championship game. Then he was at the U.S. Army Bowl every year. Then he played in it. Man, it was a perfect pass by Matthew Stafford. It It was a touchdown. It should have been a win for the Lions, and those are tough to come back from, man. I mean, those are tough to come back from. I've talked about my experiences with feeling like I cost my team the game before. Wow. And even mine wasn't that bad. Not nearly that bad. His first NFL game. I think the audio, Bry, in some of these games, you probably didn't notice because you were in Atlanta doing the game, but the audio for some of these games is pretty hilarious. Like, I don't know who's in charge of that. I don't know if it's in the stands or just on the television broadcast, but like I'm watching saints Niners and they called a, I guess, Marshawn Latimer thought Latimer thought it was a questionable roughing penalty on him. And so it's like somebody hit the boo button. It's kind of hilarious. I mean, a lot of power for that guy, right? You know, he gets to kind of control what people Perceived to be the mood of the audience that's non existent. Just kind of funny to me. Niners touched. I thought a couple of things that jumped out to me. One is Jarek McKinnon getting back on the field for the first time in 966 days. Incredible. Incredible. So happy for that young man. I mean, the perseverance, the will to fight back from. All of those injuries. I personally didn't think it would ever happen again. And he was able to make some plays. And then you guys know, because I mentioned, you know, DraftKings or BetQL. And obviously, um, you know, I've got the Even Money podcast. I had bets on the Cardinals, the Bucks, and the Bengals. And I'm telling you, watching the Red Zone channel, there was like a 30 second period where the Niners scored a touchdown, the Saints scored a touchdown. And Joe Burrow had this like horrible shovel pass interception all at the same time, all killed my bets now, I was getting three and a half for the Bengals, so I ended up winning that best bet. Cardinals won the game, so won that best bet and I don't know if the bucks would have been able to cover anyway, but it's just funny when you when you actually have bets on the game based on what I gave you guys in the Even Money podcast and to have all that stuff happen at the same time pretty funny. Look, I'm going to give you what you should take away from each game moving forward. But if you don't trust me or you want to see some of the things I'm talking about, you got to get NFL Game Pass. I mean, I don't know if you guys see Dan Orlovsky. like During the game, he's going on NFL Game Pass, pointing things out for people. You can go back and in just 45 minutes watch your team's game over again. Or you can—it's called condensed games. Or you can watch. Go ahead and watch the coaching tape. It's awesome. It, it really is. Like you can go back and watch the pass interference. Not that you need to. In the Rams Cowboys game last night, yet again. Just go to nflcom slash pass to start your free trial today. NFL Game Pass, where football never stops.
1: Well, let's start today. As we break down all these games individually, let's get your takeaways. Let's start with Ryan Kerrigan, who had a monster day for Washington. Two sacks, two tackles for loss, one fumble recovery. Washington upsets the Eagles 27-17, and that gives Ron Rivera his first win as the head coach in D.C.
0: Kudos to Ron Rivera, man. Fighting cancer, gets the IV at halftime. They're down 17-0. His team doesn't wilt. His team doesn't quit. They keep fighting. They keep battling. And they come back and win. Awesome. Absolutely awesome for that football team. Ron Rivera, I've told you guys before, absolute gem of a guy. Uh, He's awesome. Awesome, awesome guy. So really happy for him. And Ryan Kerrigan as well. Kerrigan's a, a stud. Has been for a long time absolute warrior that's played through so many injuries. Now the all time leading sacker for Washington. I mean, they've had such a mess since he's been there. So many, you know, bad seasons, so much negativity. I'm just thrilled. You know, that guy, he's had a rough go of it in terms of, Hey, that's the team that drafted you. And that's where you're at for your whole career. And he's been an awesome, awesome player. So, Really, really happy for them. You know, the crazy part is, Bry. The first half of this game, the Eagles looked awesome. Carson Wentz looked awesome, I and mean, he was surgical on the opening drive to get Goddard. Then he throws it to Zach Ertz for a touchdown. Malik Jackson was making plays for the Eagles. They got they hit Jalen Rager on a deep shot, but then there were some issues that the Eagles had. You know, they had some drops throughout the game. Hightower, the rookie, Dallas Goddard had one. Zach Ertz had a big one. Carson Wentz needs to do a better job of throwing it away and to protect the football better. You know, these are things that have been issues for him the whole time, and it doesn't seem like they're really corrected. Uh, But he was on fire early. But then he had back-to-back interceptions – where he was trying to throw it to a rookie. I think on both, they could have fought for the ball or come back for the ball better than they did. But, hey, that's that's part of it. And they both led the touchdowns, a Logan Thomas touchdown, a Peyton Barber touchdown. And then, like, Wentz took a sack um, that took the Eagles, pushed them back so far, a bad sack. And Jake Elliott was short on the field goal. You know things like that just can't happen. He took another sack on a missed assignment on a fourth down, which led to the go-ahead touchdown for Washington. So it's fourth down, they go for it, and he takes a sack, which you should never do on a fourth down. Yet another missed assignment for Philadelphia. They had a bunch of they had a bunch of guys coming free. It was bad, and then uh, another Wentz fumble sort of sealed it for the The Washington football team. Huge win for them. And really, an absolutely brutal, brutal loss for the Philadelphia Eagles. I mean, let's be honest. You got, you got to be able to win that game. You got to be able to beat the Washington football team if you want to go where they think they're going to go in – in Philadelphia. You have to win that game. There's just no way around it. There's also no way around, by the way, Bri, the fact that going to the grocery store has become kind of a hassle these days. Crowded aisles, you gotta be all masked up. That's why I highly, as Bry would say, recommend Omaha Steaks. Look, it's delicious food, right to your door. Just got my last order. It's amazing. They've got a gourmet grill-out package for the fall. Includes bacon-wrapped filet. That's like my favorite. Top sirloin, boneless chicken breasts, pork chops, burgers, jumbo franks. All you have to do is go to omahasteaks.com, enter the code TUCKER into the search bar, and for a limited time, they'll add two pounds in extra burgers and gourmet jumbo franks free with your order again go to omahasteaks.com enter tucker into the search bar for exclusive offers not available anywhere else get that gourmet grill out package that includes the four burgers and four gourmet jumbo franks free omahasteaks.com then enter tucker in the search
1: bar Tuck steaks Cam Newton era began in New England and uh, did not disappoint. 75 yards rushing, two touchdowns, 155 passing yards. Pats over the Dolphins, 21-11.
0: I would say pretty much what I expected, Bri. It it really was. They ran with Cam a lot. 15 carries for 75 yards. I've been saying for a while, those of you that listen year-round, he's on a one-year deal. I don't really envision New England giving him a long-term big money contract if he plays really well. So I think that they're not going to be afraid to use him and his legs. He is so anxious to prove himself and to bounce back after the last couple years that he's eager to run 15 carries for 75 yards. Okay, so that's awesome, but can it last would be my question, and I think it's a very, very fair question. I thought the design on both of his running touchdowns was awesome. Josh McDaniels, awesome. Getting the edge both times, getting really good seal blocks on the edge both times. Nice, nice work by New England in that run game. Meanwhile, defensively, they they lacked a pass rush. They, they were not getting a whole lot of pressure on Fitz, but they still have that really good secondary. The McCourties, Stefan Gilmore, even though he had those pass interference penalties, Fitz got picked three times. That was ultimately the difference in the game. And so New England starts 1-0 with Cam. Tucks takes.
1: Green Bay Packers beat the Vikings 43-34. Those 43 points, the most ever in a Packers season opener.
0: So I'm kind of in shock that I did not take the Packers on the Even Money podcast. I don't know what happened there, but I loved the Packers in this game. And I don't know that I thought they'd score 43 points, but I loved them getting points in this game, really kicking myself that evidently I did not place a wager on the Packers on the Even Money podcast. Anyway, Aaron Rodgers had a great day in general, and he had some ridiculous throws in particular. Absolutely ridiculous. I don't know. Look, I thought that the Vikings secondary would have some issues, but it's even worse than I thought it would be. I mean, it's really bad. Really, really bad. I don't know how you do that. If you're the Vikings, you let Devontae Adams have that kind of day against you. I mean, Devontae Adams, you're going to cover anybody, cover Devontae Adams. Offensively, you know, the Vikings rallied late, but it was kind of uh, too little, too late at that point. Tucks takes.
1: Three touchdowns, zero interceptions for Gardner Minshew. The Jags upset the Indianapolis Colts 27-20. to 20.
0: Unbelievable. I mean, Unbelievable. The Colts were laying eight points. This is a huge upset. I think it was like my survivor knockout pool of the week here on the Raw Soccer Football Podcast, but there are a bunch of reasons for it. Minshew Mania, I mean, it wasn't a ton of yards, Bri, but his accuracy is legit. 19 out of 20, managed a good game. They got a pretty solid day out of their undrafted free agent rookie running back, James Robinson. Who got the start and carried the load? Defensively, you know, they weren't great. The Colts had 445 yards and didn't punt once the whole game, but they did pick off Phillip Rivers twice. CJ Henderson had an incredible game, the rookie first round pick, top 10 pick. I mean, he was everywhere doing everything, showing that that was at least a really good pick by the Jaguars. And to make matters worse for the Colts, Marlon Mack tore his Achilles, which is even worse. I mean, absolutely brutal turn of events for the Colts. It's kind of like I said about the Eagles. If you're the Colts, this is a game you got to win, man. I mean, that, that is a game that you have to win, and they were not able to get it done.
1: Ducks Takes. Ross, the bench Trubisky chance are going to have to wait maybe just a little bit longer thanks to three late touchdown passes. It put the Bears ahead of the Lions for good 27-23. It
0: was 27-23. Sorry, that was 26-23. So 21 unanswered points. Anyway, wow, man. I mean, there's a lot to get to here. First of all, Jamie Collins got ejected early in the game. Now, I'll say a couple things there. Number one, He needs to know that you can't touch a ref or even get close to touching a ref. In fact, I think he already does know that, right? But then number two, he just put – I thought he put his head down and the ref kind of stepped into it a little bit. The Bears' uh, late rally, I mean, got to give Mitch Trubisky some credit. Some absolutely incredible throws like the one Anthony Miller. After, by the way, Trubisky had some passes earlier – that were horrible. And this is after they were down 23-6 fourth quarter. Already talked about that late DeAndre Swift drop, which would have been the game winner. I thought Adrian Peterson still looked spry, still had a good day for Detroit. Uh, you know, it's unbelievable under Patricia how many leads the Lions have blown. Certainly Justin Coleman and Desmond Trufant both getting hurt when Okuda already didn't play. That didn't really help. And I'll say another good good sign for the Bears is just they ran it pretty well. I mean, they, they ran it pretty darn well, which I'm not sure a lot of people uh, were expecting them to be able to run it that well. Not a good sign for the Detroit Lions. And not a good sign, by the way, that some of you don't have wireless earbuds from Raycon. Now, Bry, I know you love yours. I love mine. I even got them as a bonus for some of my Go Big recruiting employees. They love them. They have them in when they're making calls cuz you can talk too so it's not just like to listen to music, right? It's also the those are the uh the earbuds they have in when they're calling families for Go Big recruiting or they're calling college coaches. It's awesome. Give them a try, Raycon has a 45-day free return policy so you can make sure they're the pair of wireless earbuds for you. For a limited time, get 15% off your order at buyraycon.com slash tucker. That's buyraycon.com slash tucker for a special 15% discount on Raycon wireless earbuds. Again, get it while the deal is actually running, Buyraycon.com slash Tucker. Tuck Stakes.
1: The Las Vegas Raiders got their first win in franchise history. How about that? 34-30 over the Carolina Panthers.
0: What a game, man. I mean, this was an awesome game. Trent Brown got ruled out of the game early, which hurt the Raiders. But they actually did a pretty good job. I think it was Denzel Good maybe who was filling in for him. They did a pretty good job. After that, still moving the ball. Josh Jacobs had a big game. Really like the way he plays. I like the way they use him in in Las Vegas. (laughs) That'll take some getting used to. You know, McCaffrey kind of started off slow for the Panthers. And then they they, they used him more late in the game until the end. I mean, they have fourth and short, Bri, and they don't give it to Christian McCaffrey. That is questionable, really questionable. I thought both quarterbacks were good. I I don't know that either quarterback was great, but they both played. Look, 34-30, both Derek Carr and Bridgewater are playing at a winning level. And you guys know that listen to Fantasy Feast podcast. My guy, Robbie Anderson. I got him in every Fantasy Feast best ball draft, and he had a huge day. Robbie, Robbie, that was awesome. Tuck takes.
1: The Buffalo Bills beat the Jets in the air yesterday. Josh Allen, 33-46, 312 yards, two touchdowns, the final 27-17. to 17.
0: So you saw all the good and all the bad that Josh Allen brings to the table, right? I mean, really good day throwing the ball, except he missed John Brown wide open in the end zone by like 20 feet over his head. He led the team with 57 yards rushing. You mentioned over 300 yards passing. He also, though, Bry had two terrible interceptions. I mean, sorry, fumbles. Two horrible fumbles. So you saw it all with Josh Allen, kind of like you saw it all with Carson Wentz, really. Uh, but it was enough for them because the Jets are a bad football team. They're lucky Crowder broke that one wide receiver screen to the house, broke a couple tackles. Otherwise, it would have been even worse for the Jets.
1: 2004. Why is that significant, Ross? Maybe is it the last time the Browns won an opener? Yes, that is. Since returning to the NFL back in 1999, Ravens win this one easily, 38-6. to six.
0: Man, I was wrong. I, I thought Cleveland would put forth a better performance on both sides of the ball. Offensively, defense. I mean, they're lucky that Patrick Ricard, the, the fullback, fumbled on the goal line. Would have been even worse. Mark Andrews, that touchdown catch was incredible. I thought Calais Campbell had a big game. Boy, that was a nice trade by the Ravens to bring him in. He's still playing at a high level. And, uh, you know, it's only one game, but I thought it was a concerning one game for Baker Mayfield and the Browns. Six points, and Baker's still kind of running around, trying to make plays like he's Russell Wilson. Uh, again, just one game sample size. I don't want, I don't want this to be overreaction Monday. Tuck takes
1: Russell Wilson yesterday had the same n- number of touchdowns as he did incomplete passes. That would be four. 38-25, the final over the Falcons.
0: How was the uh, press box boxed food, Brian?
1: Press box boxed food was, was, was pretty good. You had four choices. You had the choice of a steak sandwich, portobello mushroom sandwich, chicken parmesan, <gasps> or eggplant parmesan.
0: So you obviously went with the chicken parm.
1: Ah, uh, close. I did you have wrong parm. I went with eggplant. I, I, I'm a sucker for eggplant parm. They also had some soft serve ice cream with uh, crushed M M&M and M toppings. So all in all, I mean a a stellar effort from uh, from the, the the press box crew. Um, oh, and obviously it's Atlanta, so it's it's a Coca Cola city. So they had your Coke, your Diet Coke, your Coke Zero, and some Sprite. So it was good. It was uh, and and, and 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 what I had, the eggplant part, it was really good. So, solid A. What what, what would you give them as
0: a grade, Bri? I, I got to go A. Wow. Yeah, I mean, especially for in, in the boxed meal era, that sounds good. I'll be curious to see what we get tonight uh, from MetLife Stadium. Very curious. Were there any, like, special protocols? Like, should I bring my own water bottle or something? Or No, I, I mean, next to all
1: the Coke products, they had water bottles. Um I think it's just going to depend. Every stadium is going to be different, so I don't. I mean, I, I, I don't know what they're doing in uh, in Jersey.
0: So Army had um, Army had on Saturday, sort of the same. Oh, they had rigatoni, which looked pretty good, but I went with the chicken and rice pilaf. It didn't look good, but it actually tasted pretty good. So you can check that out on. I, I post on both Twitter and Instagram at Ross Tucker NFL, the uh, press box food, and then they had these gigantic. Chicken Caesar salads—it was pretty good. Like I ate a lot at, at the press box food; it was it was good. I mean, I—I'll give it. And then they had cookies with it. I mean, in the box food area, I guess it's all about expectations. But it was a solid B plus, maybe A minus. I'm I'm. It's kind of making me optimistic. I don't want to get my hopes up for this season. Uh, so we'll have to see. By the way, Bry. Uh, Saturday I was supposed to call Virginia, Virginia Tech. We'll talk about this in the College Draft Podcast for Westwood 1. That got postponed. I think Westwood 1 was then going to try to do Army-BYU. That got postponed. So back-to-back games I was going to do on the radio this weekend, uh, both postponed. Absolutely brutal. College football is uh, having a rough, rough go of it. The two games I was going to do, hopefully. So anyway, as for the game, This reminded me of every Falcons game ever. Huge points. You know, Matt Ryan had a great day. Julio Jones, great day. Calvin Ridley, big day. Make sure you have them all on your fantasy team. Falcons lose by 13. I mean, that's just like, that's the Falcons in a nutshell. Seattle, though, wow. They let Russ cook. I don't know whoever invented that, but it's funny and it's true. They let Russ cook. And he had an incredible game because he's an incredible player. I've been telling you guys that for years. Tux
1: takes. The L.A. Chargers hold on to a 16-13 win in Cincinnati. Randy Bullock missed a 31-yard field goal as time expired that would have sent the game into overtime after a, a nice drive by Joe Burrow.
0: Unbelievable. I love the uh, Joe Burrow quarterback draw for a touchdown early because he slowed down and let his big center, Trey Hopkins, make a block for him. That was cool. Really cool. Other than that, though, the Bengals' O-line pretty much got demolished. Uh, Joe Burrow missed a wide-open A.J. Green for a touchdown. That hurt. He had that obscene shovel pass interception late. I still like Joe Burrow. I like the way he moved the football late, got them in position for that chip shot field goal to tie it. Randy Bullock missed it. Evidently, he hurt his calf or something. I don't care, dude. Make the field goal. I mean – What are we talking about here? You're a kicker. How do you get hurt? Make the field goal and don't get hurt if you're a kicker. That's my advice to kickers everywhere. Unbelievable flaw in the game. You guys know how I feel. I thought Josh Kelly kind of went crazy. The backup running back for the Chargers after DJ Reader went out for a while. And the Joe Mixon fumble. I mean, there's no way the Bengals should have lost that game. Mixon fumble. fumble. Burrow shovel pass, missed field goal. It was the Bengals being the Bungles.
1: The Arizona Cardinals upset the 49ers 24-20.
0: So, first of all, Raheem Mostert looked like he was shot out of a cannon on that touchdown when Isaiah Simmons was trying to cover him. I mean, made him look bad. Special teams, though, we knew that it would be a factor. They got the block punt, Arizona did. That led to the Chase Edmonds, Harrisburg, Pennsylvania represent, touchdown. And then, dude, Kyler Murray-Bry, he is so fun to watch. He looks like he's 5'8 out there, just running around. People can't touch him. He's so fast. Looks like he's like Allen Iverson out there. Michael Vick got a touchdown. DeAndre Hopkins had a huge game, had the big play late. And a gigantic win for Arizona on the road. Absolutely gigantic.
1: Drew Brees and the Saints held on to beat Tom Brady and the Bucs, 34-23.
0: You know, Brady and the Bucks marched for a touchdown on their first drive with some beautiful throws by Brady. I mean, it was really impressive. The touch passes, et cetera. But then the Bucs just made a bunch of mistakes, man. I mean, Mike Evans just stops his route and Brady throws a pick. Brady throws a terrible pick six right to Janoris Jenkins on an out route, left it short. Uh, very, very much not like Tom Brady. Jordan Whitehead had a awful penalty downfield, which is totally unnecessary. Vita Vea jumps when he didn't have to jump on a um, – You know, fourth and short. You know, the the Saints have that like mortar kick, and the Bucks don't field it. I mean, really, there's a lot of things that happened in that game, including Brady's own pick six, that are the type of things that just didn't happen for the Bucks or for Tom Brady when he was with New England. They just didn't happen. I mean, it just it just wasn't part of it. So that's something to keep in mind. By the way. When you start to see the lines for week two at DraftKings on the Sportsbook app and when Steve and I make our bets on the Even Money podcast tomorrow, pretty early after every team's played, we'll make them tomorrow morning, you need to take into account these Bucks. they're not like the Patriots. They make mistakes that the Patriots do not make. Here's what's cool, though, right now. If you download the top-rated DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use promo code ROSS when you sign up, And pick any team during week two. You put a dollar on them. You'll win $100 if they win. Think about those. It's like 100 to 1. Like you put a dollar on them and it wins. You get $100. That's $1 to win $100 when you use promo code Ross during sign up. Limited time only, obviously, only at DraftKings Sportsbook. Must be 21 or older in New Jersey, PA only. Eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash Sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER.
1: Tucks Takes. Sean McVay now 4-0 in opening games as the Rams head coach. L.A. Chris in SoFi Stadium with a 20-17 to win over Dallas.
0: McVay's good, man. He's slick. All the bootlegs, the play action, the screens. I mean, he really calls a good game. Kept the Cowboys' defense off guard quite a bit. Certainly lower scoring than I expected. Goff deserves some credit. That pass he made to Jefferson and some others were really good. But for the most part, what jumps out to me about the Rams is they've got some difference-making defensive players like Ramsey and Aaron Donald. And McVay is slick, really slick. Malcolm Brown had a pretty good day. Alden Smith, I thought, for the Cowboys, that was a really good sign. That was the big positive. Uh, Leighton Van Esch fracturing his collarbone is the big negative. Awful. And I thought the Cowboys had some O-line issues. Zeke did his part, but not really the rest of the guys as the Cowboys start out 0-1. Shout-outs, as always, Bride, to Pizza Boy Brewing, DynastyFreaks.com, Sportaculture.com. SteakhouseSports.com, Vision Comics with an X. Those are our five, I think we're done here, members of Patreon.com slash RT Media. Patreon, by the way, is on fire right now. Our private Slack channel, awesome. Love if more of you guys would consider joining it. It's like having um, your own friend group to chat with while you're watching the game. It's really, really cool. Patreon.com slash rt media college draft will be up in about another hour or so if you're driving or even if you just want to hear your boy i'll be in the booth tonight monday night football with iron eagle go ahead and check it out westwood one you know basically any radio that's doing the game you'll be able to hear me and my call Be love to get some feedback from you guys if you can give me some screenshots that prove you're listening online maybe i'll uh, retweet it that would be awesome we're listening in the radio Be so, so cool. Other than that, I think we're done here. Thanks for listening to the Ross Tucker Football Podcast. Make sure to also subscribe to the Fantasy Feast, Even Money, Business of Sports, and College Draft. All available at Apple
1: Podcasts, Rostucker.com, or wherever podcasts can be found.